the hot orbital bar sits nearly empty. An older man at the end of the bar, hair greying, face drawn into his cheeks, and eyes bloodshot, systematically pours from a bought bottle of Centauri Megagin. Sips, sips again, stares long and hard at a faded photograph of a formidable-looking middle-aged woman, then pours, adds a few rocks of ice, and carries on sipping. A honey-coloured spaniel is gnawing on a recently delivered meaty treat over in one corner, his attention utterly focused on propping it between his paws while he devours it. His aide stands by his side, casually leafing through the pages on his tablet. Two burly-looking security guards stand between this scene and the rest of the bar, overhanging brows and straining tuxedo jackets, being warning enough to anyone approaching that their near future contains knuckles. On the wide wall to one side of the viewport, a screen is showing the latest Galnet news reports. An anonymous and clearly overexcitable reporter speaking animatedly in front of what appears to be a vast alien structure on a distant planet. The sound is off, but hastily adds subtitles roll across the screen. The barman glances at his watch, taps a beer-soaked sticky remote, blows barsnack crumbs off the buttons and points it at the screen. He taps it again. The channel changes. On screen, all his usual patrons are hanging out in what looks like a green room with huge sofas and a pool table. Through a glass screen beyond them, you can just about see a pair of figures. The barman turns the sound up. Mics are live. Good evening, truckers, truckistas, and truckoons throughout human space, and a warm welcome to any alien life forms that have decoded our mysterious signals. This is Studio 5 from Hutton Orbital. The weather on Eden below us is, as usual, volcanic with a high chance of acid rain. We are 0.22 light years from anywhere sensible, and as with every Thursday, we are live and ready to bring you an evening's light entertainment. I am Dick Chafing, and tonight we have a special guest presenter for the headlines. I'm joined in the studio by our good friend, Paul McCockney. Good evening, Paul. Uh, Before we begin, I recognize the name. You're not related to anyone we might know, are you? Yeah, what's a dick? Well, I'm cousins with the lead singer of Dung Beatles. And, and forgive me for asking, but with a name like that, you don't sound very Scottish. No, I'm not. Our family changed it about a hundred years ago. <laughs> changed it from what? Oh, my cock. There's too many bad jokes on the school playground. Ah, well, I can see that made a world of difference. Right, it's time to get on with the headlines. The Kappa Fawn draws blood again. Harden appoints new events manager. There's panic as Olo Oba achieves sentience. Hot Pot announced as Hutton gains new allies.
first tonight, the hotbed team has been thrown into disarray as hot on the heels of the recent lockdown caused by naughty federal types attacking our systems four weeks ago. We only just noticed, sorry chaps, and the meltdown in Hutton influence as a result of a recent war in Lumen 16, that old problem system of Kappa 1 SETI has declared war on us again. This is an all-commanders bulletin. We're in dire straits. We need all commanders in the vicinity to answer a level 1 brown alert. Yes, we need bounties. And more bounties. And even more bounties in all Hutton systems with immediate effect. A brave contingent of one Hutton commander has been dispatched to Lumen 16 to attempt a sneaky takeover attack on other factions. Cover your asp and unleash your python. Put the prickly bits on the outside of your mighty anaconda as we are going to war. This one's gonna hurt worse than that time Saimuf caught his left nut in his flight suit zipper and leave us in a worse state than Cubicle 3 after the monthly curry night at Hutton. Dust off your vultures, chaps. We are in for a wild ride. Uh, it's me now, yeah? Oh, right, oh, okay, what page you on? Right. This week, Alvin accepted an application from Old Man Riverboat to start getting stuff organised over at an orbital. Initially, expecting some assistance in sorting out the mug cupboard, he was surprised to realise that the application had nothing to do with turning all the handles so they faced in the same direction nor in sorting out the mountains of paperwork relating to Cecil's ongoing rebuys and damage insurance claims. Instead, Mr Riverboat has taken on the role of an operationals team event assistant, or HOT T, yeah right, responsible for designing, diarising and organising new and exciting events, well all new events are exciting surely, but all Arton truckers everywhere. It begins this week with the inaugural Mugs and Fargoids run starting tomorrow evening with commanders harvesting much needed rare goods and delivering them to the newly discovered Fargoid planetary installations in the shortest time possible. Engineered as an overture for the Arton truckers to our new flatmates in the Milky Way, we're hoping it will persuade them that human beings are far too silly to bother with. If that fails, they'll all be too drunk to fly straight anyways. Hopefully he'll leave us alone. Well, and if that fails, well, at least we get some nice holiday snaps from it. This will be followed every month by regular Atten events, from protecting the Atten Mining Corporation in their attempt to harvest from a Azrez site, we've heard there's rich pickings to be had in those, through to our next sprint race around a planetary base, and even some combat training with a much maligned but actually well-loved Mr Gluttony Fang, formerly Illa Code, her uh, formerly. We wish Old Man Riverboat every success in his jelly juggling, cat herding exploits, and look forward to even more Arton Truckers taking part in PWP Splice Flight, with the odd bit of consensual multi-crew, of course, plenty of gin. There was panic at Pad 3 early today as what everyone assumed was our regular hollow hober, standing for the deep-voiced ginger badass Hutton mother trucker, turned out to in fact be a renegade and rather dangerous evolved piece of computer code. 
It hacked into the ship's maintenance robots and kidnapped the real Hober Mallow, holding him hostage with a pair of curling tongs. That was Jose, the station hairdressing robot, before threatening security forces sent to rescue Hober with an assortment of dangerous-looking ladies' undergarments and personal massage devices. This was the receptionist from Wonders, who it turns out isn't actually a robot but a huge Hober's bit fan. With the following self-projecting hollow Hober leading the way, the motley bunch beat and battered their way to the pad, stealing a keelback conveniently left unlocked and jumping away to the destination unknown. The team here are shocked. We're numbed. We're really concerned how the hollow Hober achieved what seems to be sentience. Of course, artificial intelligence is thoroughly banned throughout civilized space and indeed even the bit that the EDF occupy. We've sent out search and rescue teams and would request that anyone, and we mean anyone, who knows the location of the missing keelback to contact the orbital immediately, as Alvin would quite like his collection of squeaky toys back. Oh, and if Hober's returned to us too, that would be a bonus. Hmm. Finally tonight, we're happy to announce that we've signed our latest alliance with another faction. Not content with being best buddies with Dark Echo and bosom friends with the Vikings of Val Alien, thumbs with the pixel bandits of Neto and friendly with the frogs, of course and pals with the paladins and many other pilot groups. We have formed the new Hot Pot Alliance with the Unknown Wheel Truckers and the Papin Orbital Truckers. Based only 80 or so light years from Atom, Papin Orbital in a regular system is home to a tight-knit band of fellow truckers and from the documentation on the new alliance, we can officially release the following information. And I'll quote, Regulus lies, r- lies roughly 80 light years from Alpha Centauri, in the centre of the Sharu sector, the minefields of the core systems and near the Federation's borders with the alliance. It's an industrialised mining and supply system, helping to support the needs of local networks from Papin Orbital, elderly Coriolis station orbiting Regulus 2, and 4,000 light seconds from the white blue star itself. Originally a central point for early mining and colonisation efforts in the system, by the 32nd century, Ross 98, what is this, bloody history lesson or something, carry on reading, and Pack Up had superseded Regulus's original role and Pap in Orbital had fallen into disrepute and disrepair. In 3299, it was seized by the drug cartel of Regulus. Late 3301, here's a bloody history lesson, Commander Damien McCandless decided to make a stand against the pirates who had taken over his own system and left divining engineers and salvage teams and returned to Regulus. Teaming up with his sister Commander Ramona McCandless and local pilot Commander Leo Foxtail, he formed what would become the Pabin Orbital Truggers. With backing from the Federation faction, movement for regulus labour waged both commercial and actual war on drug lords of the system. By 3302, god this is dragging on a bit, the orbital had returned to the control and a movement for regulus labour and the Papin truckers planned their next move. Fired by the example set by us wonderful Utton truckers, Damien and Leo set out for Alpha Centauri to, and made the run for the mug. For the mug. Where's Mijin? Oi, who's next Mijin? They considered joining HOT at that point, but decided instead on proving their trucking credentials by run out to Jax and Colonia. 
Though successfully delivering materials to help in Jack's repair effort, Damien was unfortunately run out of town by the Colonia Citizens Council and fined for not really bothering to pay any docking fees. And there was an incident with an inflatable fire guide novelty, a stepladder and a Colonia governor's pet trumble, but we won't mention that. The Papin truckers returned to the core system in early 3303. Ramona embarked on a mapping mission of the Persis Shallows in a hot rod fitted Cobra. <clears throat> and Damien and Leo learning as much as they could from hot and orbital truckers by helping out during the recent events around the core. Becoming associate members of the Hutton Truckers, they carried this knowledge and skills back to Regulus and have been rebuilding the heart of the lion, as Regulus has once known, into a strong economy it is now. Right, that's it, end quote. However, Alvin has commissioned a special Hutton mug run for the start of August this year. It might not be in a sweet stop for maximum profits, but as all good Hutton Truckers know, the profit margins don't really matter at all, do they? Well, that was this week's news, and now onwards with the rampage that is the rest of the show. Uh, thank you very much for your help, Mr. McCockney. You're welcome. Our first tune tonight, we've got some very appropriate lyrics for the population of Capital One City from an artist called William Poyer, with the liars, the bitches, the crooks, and the thieves. Ooh, that sounds good. Catch you after this short break. What a tune! What a tune! You like it then? Uh, yeah, you're saying that's quite quite new. Uh, you you only heard it. The oh other yeah, night? yeah. Well, we went out um, for a drink with John Greaves, the guy that recorded us the um, the awesome music from the Gluttony Fang um, broadcast from what two three weeks ago. Ah, and, yeah, that's um, right. And he landed in the UK because he's just moved to the UK and uh, landed in London. And I said, "Oh, you got to get out some live music." He's a musician, as you know, a proper musician as well as doing some of the parody stuff for us. And uh, ended up in a a small place called the Troubadour in Ells Court. And this guy was on stage, uh, listened to the music. I heard the word Horizons in the first line of the music and thought, oh, do you know what? I think this is appropriate for the radio show. And uh, had a chat with him outside the front of the place. And um, he said, hey, have, have, have the CD. Uh, I gave him some money for it as well. I believe in paying for good music. And yeah, it's brand new music, this. Um, he, I think he Kickstarter-backed it or he, you know... Um, community funded it and only the community funders as far as i'm aware have got copies of this so far it is available on oh, spotify and a few of the other bits and bobs and there's a great music video over on youtube too i'll post up a link for that afterwards oh good job but yeah, yeah it was it was really good it was a nice evening out and it, we bought a, a pint for john to say cheers uh, for coming to the uk it sounds like he's having good fun and he's going to record us some new tunes sometime soon john grieve yay well, you know, we have to say then a thank you to Mr. William Poyer for, for allowing us to play a song on the radio. That's awesome. And, yeah, I'm glad you had a, a good weekend. Obviously, we had a, a bit of a change tonight. We had... <coughs> Sorry. Our rather um, belchy uh, Dave Standen. 
Commander Fletch, who has come and joined us uh, tonight. Uh, thank you very much for coming along. It was awesome. And we did uh, open it up to anyone who wanted to maybe take in a place of Dave in case he's not here. We are happy to take anyone who fancies coming along. All you need is a mic and access to the TeamSpeak. And you too can fill his boots. Well, that, that's so an ability to read as well. <laughs> Oh yeah, you have to read. I've been well. so crap. You don't want me back next week, then? No, not at all. No, it's been fantastic. Actually, we know we'll get we'll get tons of feedback about how you're better. And Frank, you should do it on your own. That's normally how it goes. Yeah, Fletch for president. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. might be fun next week. So I've actually got the kids for the first week of school. It is so uh, you have a ten-year-old and a four-year-old joining in. Ooh, that's good. So no different to normal then, yeah. Oh, it'll up the average mental age a bit. <laughs> yeah, it definitely will. <laughs> it definitely will. Uh, well, uh, of course, we also are joined in our studio. We have uh, Commander Evenstar, Russell's here. We also have Flossy, who always... Oh, yeah, it's okay, you can, you can speak. You're allowed to speak, Evenstar, Russell. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. I'll keep myself to myself. <laughs> and, uh, you didn't course, last I, week, I tell you. I know when I'm not wanted. It's all right, you don't need to say it twice. I've still got <laughs> bruises from last week. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Featherstone's feisty, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. It was that fly that was buzzing around, you know, you and the fly swat clattering around the uh, the broadcast <laughs> studio trying to get that fly as we were broadcasting. So I'm, I'm trying to keep a straight face and talk straight, <laughs> whizzing around my Sorry. head with a... Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> I, I would say it ain't going to happen again, but I'm not a liar. So, yeah, the, 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 yes, the, there was an errant fly and a fly spot crashing around my head last week as I was joining in the broadcast. You've got to keep you on your toes, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just trying to open the windows in the station to try and let the smell of that belch out. Holy crap! What have you been eating? He's not uh, a well man. I don't eat. It's just beer and gin. That's it. Ah, uh, so it kind of reminded me of Cecil. Um, well, we are broadcasting tonight, of course. We're actually broadcasting on Live Radio as well as Hutton Orbital Radio, um, just for some. Just because we can, and also on twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. For anyone who has any issues with any of the codecs, you can have your choice and choose where you want to listen. Um, well, how's your week been, Dave? Because you, you're in your holly bags now, aren't you? Oh, I've done my final project of this season, which means I'm now uh, not working on anything real serious work until my birthday. So, yeah, end of September. Uh, I need a cake. Okay. Oh, anyway, sorry, on, on on that note, yeah. Um, so, and the last one I did was well. Last week I had Christmas in July, which which left me smelling of cinnamon. Uh, this week I have been looking after an event all about fruit, and it was in a field in Kent in an open-sided tent, and that thunderstorm that hit uh, landed right in the middle of um, the evening you know, of the show with all of our computer equipment out in an open-sided tent and. Yeah, nothing got blown up. I'm if really, there's no video, it didn't happen. I'm really glad that wasn't a poem. Because it was, it, it was rhyming. <laughs> it was, you're right, Fletch, you just fallen over. It was rhyming all the way up to you said the lightning storm hit. And I thought, I hope this isn't a poem. I just, you know, I just, yeah. It's one of those two Ronnie's ones where the, the actual rude word is covered up by... Yeah, normal speak and <clears throat> not swearing. We heard oh. what she said, but we knew what she meant. Well, let, let's 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 grill. Let's grill our our stand-in co-host tonight and find out what he's actually been up to. Because we know what he's up to. He's currently juggling um, glassware. What trying to uh, stop the empty bottles hitting the deck? Sorry, mate. 
<laughs> what is it you're up to? What have you been up to this week? Well, uh, yeah, just bloody working too hard, same as always. Um, in, in theory, uh, my PlayStation 4 has arrived, but it's actually with my landlady who signed for it this morning, and she went in when I got home. Oh, and then, ooh. as I got home, my, my broadband crashed. I spent 20 minutes on the phone with BT, who basically said, it's screwed, mate. <laughs> uh, I got straight through to their third-line technical support when I explained that I'm a network analyst for Garmin. And, um, yeah, they said, basically, it's a problem at the exchange. We've seen it. Um, thank you for notifying us. It'll be up back up within 48 hours. So a quick phone call to my mates down in Totten, and I've hijacked his internet for the night. Right. Well, we appreciate it, and please do give him our thanks and possibly a wee, you know, gin or. I've, I've delivered a bottle of gin to actually to his missus, not to him because he's a knob. But nah. never mind. <laughs> okay. want more beer needed. <laughs> so is, is he tuned in as well, or is he just listening to your side of this conversation? I, think, I, think I he, don't know. He can't be in your shot otherwise. He, he, he did enjoy the drabble one Friday, though. That was a really good show. Thank you. He, he came came to the conclusion that um, before that he thought I was mad. Now he knows I'm mad. <laughs> it does sort of put your uh, sensibilities in check. Uh, okay, well, we have Russell. Have you been up to anything exciting this week? I'm saving Flossie to last because she's going to be the best. I've got to save the best to last, haven't you? Um, no, I've been been running around. I, I, I had somebody rummage around in my mouth yesterday, fixing an errant tooth. Uh, that was um, delightful. Um, I've been making more stickers than I know what to do with because um, our uh, our night shift has got an event coming up in the next week or two and, and wants loads of goodies to give away. So if you're over, you know that side of the pond, then there, there may be stickers and stuff. So Ooh. yeah, it's keeping me busy. I'm I'm doing it right now. Wow, you can't no, tell. Well, I'm not sure you. that's information we really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, let's keep your hand in, haven't you? Let's check with <laughs> Flossie. Flossie, are you doing it right now as well? Am I doing it right? I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Um, and what, what has been your week? Have you had a nice, exciting week this week? Not really, nothing special. Uh, it's just been a normal, quiet week, really. Um, been making the odd uh, beer and wine, um, doing bits of knitting, <laughs> really exciting stuff. <laughs> we we didn't know you were a brew mistress as well as mistress of the CGs. Oh yeah, well assistant brewer. Although I tend to make the all the wines and love concentrates on the beer. Well, I think if you drink it all, it still makes you just an alcoholic. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Alcoholics go to meetings. Testing, with drunkards. Definitely. Drunkards go to parties. I see. Right, okay, yeah, I've got that wrong. <laughs> and it, they, David, David missed out on the joys of live combat. We can't say anything about that. But thank you, Robbie. It's oh. appreciated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that dance that he did for you at the end of the night, I heard about that one. I'm glad somebody told you about it because I can't remember a bleeding thing. Oh, I can't remember that one. <laughs> it was a long night. It was indeed. Well, we've got the... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. We, we've had a note, an urgent note come through my desk just now. Um, there, there's been a transmission intercept uh, on the broadcast. <clears throat> I, I think we've got a rather crackly transmission coming from somewhere deep within the station. Um, are, you, are, you, are you picking this up on your board? Um, hold on, I've just got to tune... It's the red flashing light. It's over there. It's the red flashing one. That one? Yeah, yeah, from from the uh, from the bar. There's something going on in the bar. 
It could be important. Right, okay, well, hold on a sec. Will I huge my flick this thing here and, and I twiddle this knob? Uh, oh, no, no, that, one, that was a mistake. Oh, God, what have I done now? Oh, God, no. Um, right, is that it? Nope, nope. Um, oh, yo! Oh, you know what? I think I found it. I think I've got it. Yeah. Shall I talk this one in then? <clears throat> we interrupt this broadcast with a live interruption of the old trucker sort. We do indeed. I think Simon may well be um, fiddling with the music archives at this particular point. Um, Is he decoding it? I, I'm not quite sure what he's up to, but um, he certainly seems to be causing some... There we go. All right, here we go. <clears throat> this special... Intercepted broadcast. Meanwhile, in a small booth in the local bar at Hutton Orbital, two truckers are having a conversation. Yeah, you know something, mate. Oh, I know lots of things. Yeah, I know you do. But I sometimes think, right, what's it all for? What do you mean? That's a bit deep, in it? Nah, I mean, uh, why are we here? Well, you know, when a bloke likes a bird, right, and they do the thing, yeah? Yeah, get your mind out of gutter, you dirty old trucker. We're sitting here nearly two hours away from the Nav Beacon, and we do this week in, week out. We was here last week, we was here the week before, we'll be bloody back here next week, so why are we here? Well, we're here for the mug, ain't we? Yeah, but what does that mean, for the mug? It means we're here for the mug, you filthy trucker. But I've already got a mug, ain't I? Actually, I've got two, one for each end. So how'd you fly a ship, then? Clever dick, ain't I? Uh. You filthy trucker. You utton trucking, filthy mother trucker. Yeah, but before for the mug, why did anyone come to Utton? Well, probably because they weren't paying attention. Some federal type probably said to some newbie, Here, mate, just pop this gold over to Utton Orbital, will you? Filthy trucker. Well, they are those feds, aren't they? So, what you're saying is that Hutton's a bad joke. Well, it's an old joke. I flew all the way to Hutton, and all I got was this mug. So that's the joke, isn't it? So what's so special about the mug, then? Well, a couple of years ago, some geezer called Muggsy worked out that if he salvaged all those poor mugs that didn't make it to Hutton and made a souvenir mug out of their frameshift plates, it'd keep their beverages hot, wouldn't it? Hang on a sec. Let me get this straight. Some bloke invents a mug that he sells at Hutton that keeps your drink warm while you fly to Hutton. Yeah. But that don't answer my question, does it? Why does anyone come to truck in Hutton? Well, it must be mugs, mustn't they? Lots of people want Hutton mugs these days. So everyone comes to Hutton to get Hutton mugs to sell to people who want Hutton mugs. They're rarer than massive commissions in the war zone. Why don't they just buy those cheap knockoff mugs off Galbay? Well, because they don't want to work properly, do they? Their coffee goes cold. And filthy cheap knockoff pirate truckers. Well, I bet it's that Don, isn't it? So what are you sitting in this bar for? Why ain't you out trucking? Well, I got mugged, didn't I? Oh. 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 Okay, that explains the mug, I think. <laughs> it explained something. Um, In theory. I'm not quite sure. Why, why is our spy team spying on random conversations in the bar? Oh, maybe he's just, you know, Andrew. He was, he, he'd been off journeying around the place. He's probably been Facebook living from the bar. That's probably what it is. Well, I heard he got kidnapped by that evil, dastardly young pirate that uh, hangs around with him. Oh, Deathlock. Very possible, actually. He's past his bedtime, you know. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> might end up getting some later, some ransom demands. Um, but we've got the normal show tonight anyway, haven't we? We've got Flossie and the Community Goals. We've got the Hot Pit Report with Russell Hot. Uh, sorry. We've got Belch Watch with Fletch. Um, or is it Felch Watch with Flet- Flatch? Uh, I don't know. Don't go there. Flatulence yeah. Watch with, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We've got Fletch, and also I think we've got Galnet uh, with the wonderful Commander Weatherspoon, and we have banned the Holohober, have we not? Well, no, the Holohobers run off with the killback, and and that lady from Wonders. Yeah, and is that Wendy from Wonders or Brenda? And of course, Hober. Not to forget he's got off. No, I think it was Alice. Ah. Oh, Alice! She does a fantastic cup and curl. I was going to say, you missed the cue there on who the um, truck is, Alex. <laughs> who the truckers are, Alex. Right. Um, I don't do well, that. Yeah, But anyway, we, we do, we, well, we, you know, we, we've also got, um, you know, what, one one special commander we want to just sort of send a few thoughts to this evening as well. Oh, As our, yes. our very own uh, agent for uh, Buck Naked, uh, Mr. Eric Markey. He's having a bit of a hard time at the moment, and um, we wanted to send him a little bit of hut and love. Absolutely, he's having you know the, the hardest time that you can imagine. So we are there with you in spirit. We're there when you need us, and um, we're there when you don't need us too. But that's just a side effect of having friends. Sorry, <laughs> it's just one of those things you have to put up with. Yeah, well, you know, it, it was the tech monkey who managed to, in, in all of the heartfelt messages that we were sending out, wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> it was not the tech monkey. Um, I think well, no, he did. The tech monkey did as well, and I, I, I think um, <laughs> Eric referred to him as a special kind of turd. But <laughs> yes. we knew that. Okay, right. So yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah, Mister Tech Monkey decided that he quite fancied repeating the uh, inadvertent mistake post. Uh, right. So you. So have... yeah, well, anyway, but the tech monkey, by way of apology, yeah, picked picked our uh, next tune, um, especially for especially for Eric. Ah, oh, did he? Yeah, no, this was from him. This was this was his choice. And I'm really hoping it's not like that one from the end of the show last week. Um, oh. He did say he meant it properly. Okay, right. So let's see. This is... Uh, okay, so this is the tune that Saimuth, uh, the Tet Monkey, has picked for Eric. Is that right? And we send yep. our, our heartfelt thoughts with you eric at this time as well yeah, and i know i know we're joking about a bit but um eric we love you lots and um you know when you need us we're about give us a shout indeed wow that was a really nice song hope you appreciate that eric and that was from simuth and our love and thoughts are with you um right well let's let's uh lift the mood because it is time now to go for our hot pit report, which is not full of war and misery, is it, Russell? Um, um no, definitely not. Def- absolutely not. No, at least not the first few seconds. <laughs> right. Well, if you if you are ready, we will hand over to you. I am as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> so here we have it. This week's delightful hot pit political information team report. And this week, at 12, down 4 at 28%, it's Epsilon Indy. At 11, holding at 29, it's Wolf 124. At 10, down 17%, at 31%, it's Wolf 25. 
At 9, down 3 at 38%, it's LP245-10. At 8, down 3 at 38, it's Trepin. At 7, holding at 39, it's Wolf359. At 6, down 8 at 45%, it's Wise08550714. At 5, down 4, at 47, it's George's Pants. At 4, up 9, at 53, it's PSPFLF2. At 3, down 19, at 57, it's Van Marlen's Star. At 2, up 4, at 58%, it's NHS340. And at 1, down 3, at 66%, at home in Alpha Centauri. And over in Colonia. At 4, down 2, at 6, it's Pythias. At 3, up 4, at 13, it's Amatashibushi. At 2, down 3, at 15, it's Far Tauri. And at 1, up 9, at 51%, it's EOL Procol Centauri. Well, you got through it. <laughs> I got through it. I guys, something's wrong at this end. My head, my headphones are so loud. <laughs> well, then you can blame me for being over there last week. Ah, that'll be it. Definitely, definitely not my fault. Absolutely not. Couldn't be. No. So, <laughs> the important question: What does it all mean? <laughs> We're at war again. Oh, when, so when, when do we go to the pew pew? Pew pew Saturday night. That's the plan. War in Kappa. Kappa. Oh, so yes, well, it looks like we're going to suffer more loss. We we really weren't ready for this one. Um, so doing as much as we can right now to raise our percentage will save us a bit of a headache after the war. So w which of our systems were the the ones that we own are the lowest? Then Wolf Twenty Five, I think you said, was down at thirty. Well, I'm. I've missed off the bottom ones, really. The lowest is 18, because we now have 18 systems locally, is serious at 7%. Yeah, but we don't own that one. No. Um, so, yes, Wolf124 is 29% at the moment. Um, the tick's a bit late these no, days. No, see, so we don't not... own that one either. That one doesn't matter. Go on, what's the lowest one we actually own? Well... No, go on, it's Wolf25, I'm sure it must be. Yes, it is. There it is. 31%. Just just a little on that. Right, so we're, we're going to lose sort of another 10 to 15% during the war, which um, <clears throat> could be bad. Could so, be a bit tricksy, yes. Yeah, so we're going to try and get a lead in Kappa 1 SETI for the war. And as soon as we get a lead, we're going to have to hot foot it over to Wolf 25 and other plummeting places and bolster them so we don't end up with a, another, 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 another war as soon as it finishes. Yes, it's... um. It just needs to be over quick. Major General is not happy. Not happy. But we've got a message from Mindwipe who says, Hot Coal won their war last week. It's easy. It's do No, Mayor, it's doable. Yes, I know, but when we're in war, bad things happen everywhere. We're going to win the war, no worries, but it's the um, the other stuff. Yes, it's that, that dreadful percentage loss that we seem to, to suffer so much with, uh, especially after two in a row, so... Um, the orders from, so, from Major General are, I don't care whether we win or lose, just get it over with. Yeah, well, we um, yeah, because we're not going to win anything if we win it, are we? we it's it's no. a no win. We haven't got any nice stuff to get off it. We don't care. We want the war over in three days flat, and actually, we just go and save everywhere in the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. So as you as you mentioned earlier, lots and lots of bounties. Um, yeah, we just just want to get that influence up, really. So are, um, are we still so our current state for all the systems? Are we still in civil unrest? Are we out of the civil unrest yet? No, um, globally we're we're out of any state at the moment. We've got boom and outbreak Whew. pending. So um, anyone with data? 
now, between now and Saturday evening, that's when we need it. Anyone with um, exploration data, get it to our systems really, really, really fast before Saturday night. Yes, pretty, pretty please do contact the spy team to see where it's needed the most. Um, <clears throat> Wolf 25. Well, yes, of course, but, you know, if we get a big bundle in there. So, yes, um... Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Um, oh, pen, pending state. So, what have we got pending lined states. up? Obviously, have... the war. The war is going to something might go live before the war happens. But so, what have we got lined up? We got a boom. We got a boom, and we got an outbreak. So okay. So either could be profitable. Yeah, I mean the the boom. What's going to happen is the boom's going to land tomorrow. I'm going to wager on this one, and then instantly war's going to happen and break the boom. Yep. Which means when we finish our war, we're going straight into outbreak and we're all going to get sick. Because we're sick and tired of war. Absolutely. But then there's all that lovely, lovely profit from the medicines. Yeah, anybody wanting your, uh, your trade uh, rank getting up to elite, outbreak's the way to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but make yes, make um, them sick and then make them better and then make some money. It's just definitely not an evil corporation type thing to do, is it? <laughs> No, no, we would never find that. Or government anywhere, either. <clears throat> Absolutely not. Shh, shh, shh. But yes, um, Mr. Nocti has, um, has now decided to wage war on Capital One City and Luffman uh, after sitting on the fence trying to keep agreements going, trying to get them oh, control. We have an urgent um, hot mm -hmm. coal, hot pit, hot news just coming in from uh, Commander Mindwipe, who is the Grand High Poobah's right-hand man over in Colonia, saying the news for Colonia commanders, we need to concentrate on Pythias, Fartori, and Aeol Procol Centauri for anybody who's everywhere. So that's Everywhere we appear, we need to concentrate on them. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. He's. Oh no, he hasn't put am 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 su am atsu bushi. Is, is that because he can't say it, just like me? Yeah. So don't do anything in am so what's it am bushi, but do everything in Pythias, Fartori, and Echo Procol Centauri over there. So there you go. That's the update from the hot coal hot pit bit. Marvelous. We need we need a little separate one of those, don't we? Perhaps. We, we we should invite maybe next yeah. week Mindwipe to come and um, say his piece about yeah that's like a plan yes anyway so <clears throat> moving moving rapidly along I, th I think he's got a news for us on which of those systems we can actually work really hard in to try and take it over because the other ones have got other player factions in them and we don't like fighting with them but there must be somewhere that's not got somebody else in it that we can try and take over so we're hoping Mindwipe can give us some guidance in the near future. That would be marvellous, yes. That, that, that was a hint through the glass at him to hold up a big it's sign with an instruction on it. Very subtle. <laughs> Oi, yes. mind wipe! What are we doing? Oh, he says gladly. Yeah, I know, gladly, but tell us where. Well, now. But uh, in the meantime, whilst we're waiting for him to scribble madly on that bit, bit of whiteboard he's got there, um, um, Nocti has set up a little um, Kappa 1 and Luffman 16 takeover type bids um and he has hinted that there may be dog tags if we do well so you know if you well, if we fancy survive. winning yourself a little goodie then you know give it a shot yeah i've seen a bunch of dog tags arriving at certain commanders from the takeover of uh, epsilon indy i saw some paladin consortium dog tags went out and some big thank yous came back from the paladins team that helped us with that yeah we had a few dark echoes go out as well so Yes, the, the the dog tag little machine is um, sitting there steaming quietly in the corner. Um, Who let the dog nicely. tags out? Woof, woof, <laughs> woof. Russell did. 
Yes, and we, we may even start to have some um, Hutton business cards for really little super-duper you know, uh, commanders that, that just go above and beyond the above and beyond. I heard that Buck Naked had his own Hutton business cards that he was giving away at an event at PAX East, I think it was, he was doing, and he had some Hutton business cards he was giving away at PAX East two years ago. Ooh. I shall have to have words with him when he's, um, when he's in a better state. Yeah, absolutely. But I think he may have drawn them himself with crayons, of course. Ah, well, yeah, this is rarity value. That's the only way to draw them. <laughs> yeah, to borrow yeah, my probably. blue crayon, I never got it back. Yeah, and it's a particular shade of blue, too. That, that wonderful fetching, yeah, vibrant shade of pale blue. Um, I'm assuming the logo is actually pale blue because I'm colourblind and I couldn't tell if it was purple or mauve or lilac. or I, I have no idea. It's a, it's a kind of mid blue. Yes, we we had many discussions. What's, what's mid blue? Is this mid from the sort of the? I'm going to be horribly sexist here and say the ladies' book of colours that don't exist, like taupe. Taupe. I I, I have yet to de to determine what taupe is. I couldn't even give you the nearest well, appreciable man colour. You, you do not have the Pantone colour for taupe. The, do you? Yeah, the easiest no. easiest way to know taupe is taupe is the colour of a rope. Isn't that beige? Yeah, well, yeah, but you're a... Oh, Flossie. <laughs> Fifty Shades uh, of Beige. Yeah. How are you in your... Yeah, <laughs> that's me. How are you in your, your colours? Uh, well, um... <laughs> apart from the colours <laughs> of the rainbow, not... <laughs> I'm all right with RGB numbers, just not the names. Well, and you see... I thought uh, that was the way we determined which stars were scoopable, or is that a different uh, <laughs> mnemonic? Uh, that's the KGB. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't involve top... Um, which is ridiculous. Taupe, that's like, it uh, does involve uh, rope, I like, though. I like his brown colour, isn't it? Yes, taupe is the colour of a rope. It's, it's dead easy. <laughs> well, that's going to stick one way or another. Find out in about three years' time, it's completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, when they, de they de-topify all the planets in um, <clears throat> the galaxy by changing the colour of our screens. <laughs> Lenin's suggesting it's peanut butter blue. Um... That's not peanut butter blue. I have never eaten blue peanut butter, but I'm I'm intrigued. Hey, peanut butter! You off, you're colourblind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. So, queuing um, <clears throat> up the next section because obviously we want to move on to Flossie. Oh uh, yes, in, in a little bit. Uh, yeah, but uh, so uh, in readiness for for our forthcoming war. Um, and the information from the Hot Pit team, thank you very much, Russell, about the waist-deep pile of Cubicle 3 effluent that we're in, um, we've got a special tune. Well, we, we've got the Seven Nation Army from the Glorious White Stripes coming up. Oh, Seven Nations Army, what a tune that is. It just, I can see the tale. We had a couple of people in the green room bobbing and dancing away to that tune. Uh, Skip Rat was enjoying that one, and uh, Bam was up and boogieing around the room. Yo, see, see, mind wipes forgotten. He hasn't got hair anymore, so he can't headbang to that one. No, no, no. My neighbours have excellent taste in music. I turned it up to eleven, and I ain't complained. They're not your neighbours, though, are they? Oh yeah, of course. They're my, next door, they're <laughs> my mate's neighbours because I've hijacked his internet. Yeah, so that can be quite problematic. You'll find out at some at some point in the future. You you can have that chat. Um, right, okay, Flossie, are you ready? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Then it is time to hand over to you with your official <gasps> national anthem of Flossie. Of Flossieland? I don't know, the Flossed, the Flossed 
don't know, United Flosses of UK. Um, oh, press the button. Flostonia. <laughs> Flossum. This week's CG news. There's two CGs this week. Uh, the Pleiades Research Outpost. The recent revelation that the Thargoids have returned to human space has sent shockwaves through the galaxy. Some, such as Federal President Zachary Hudson, have reacted defensively, promising to protect humanity from what they believe is an aggressive alien race. More moderate voices have underscored the need for further information, since so little is known about the Thargoids. One such voice belongs to the Arboin Universal PLC, which has announced plans to establish a research outpost in the Pleiades Nebula, one of the centres of Thargoid activity. A spokesperson for the organisation said, the Thargoids are actively print active principally in the Pleiades Nebula, so we are eager to establish a research outpost there. As Edmund Mahon said, there is potentially a great deal we could learn from them. Hopefully this new outpost will let us do just that. The Arboin Universal PLC has placed an open order for lithium, semiconductors and energy grid assemblies for use in the construction and has promised to reward pilots who deliver these commodities to Campbell Horizons in the Arboin system. The campaign begins on the 20th of July and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. And combat support. In support of the campaign for construction materials in order to construct a research outpost in the Pleiades Nebula, the Arboin Universal PLC has also placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list to ensure those delivering materials to Campbell Horizons in the Arboin system can do so safely, promising to reward pilots who contribute to the campaign. This campaign also begins on the 20th of July and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. And that is this week's CG News. Excellent. Not too many on this week then, that's not bad. I just the two again, like last week. Well, we ended up with an extra one last week. <laughs> yeah, it got a bit crazy, didn't it? Um, well, they you... all finished early last week, didn't they? Well, yeah. It was well, one, fin one finished in record time. Null, that was like the one for Null was finished within 14 hours. About 18 now. Yeah, 14 Something like that, yeah. And um, yeah, all in memory of their founding member, um, which is fantastic to see such a good rallying round of the community goal. And, you know, we send out our congratulations. And of course, um, we our thoughts as well for that founding member who sadly passed away. So it's just nice to see people 
doing nice things for the right reasons, you know what I mean? It's just well, it's just such a lovely, 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 warm, cuddly community sometimes. I know there's lots of salt swinging about the place, but in general, it's a lovely, cuddly community. It is. Yeah. Definitely. Is it for Flint? I'm just talking about myself and the excess baggage I'm carrying around the middle, possibly. Oh, no, no, I've he, got, he's, I've he's got plenty of that. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about Alvin in that sense. No, I, I heard, I heard um, yeah, someone was being very, very, very rude to poor old Alvin. Well, I had a fight with him last time he was down here. That wasn't you, that was Angus. Oh, no, no, I had a fight with Alvin. Angus was looking on saying, oh, no, you've bitten off more than you can chew there. And um, I, I think Alvin may have won that one. <laughs> you've ah. got my teddy bear. I'm just going to yeah, see. No, it was, it was little Alvin. I kidnapped little Alvin and he took exception <laughs> to it. That's a shame. Well, you know, we shall, um, we shall, we shall move on, actually, if you wish, because it's time for Galnet news. But you've got a, a tune queued up for this. Oh, we, we, we do. Um, for, for the very frankest person we know, uh, he's not Frank, he's Peter, but this is Frank um, from the Brighton Port Authority. Yeah, is that, is that something to do with sailing boats? I, I have no idea. I, I think it's to do with... I don't know what it's to do with... News Digest, 20th of July, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, yet more Thargoid bases found. The Fizzy Research Station. Buckyballers challenge Noobhammer. Xbox ships shorter ship IDs. Yet more Thargoid bases found. Several more Thargoid bases have been found, indicating that the initial 200 sites found at the end of June may be only the tip of a very large iceberg. Commander Baton found the first of the new bases in the Pleiades sector FW-W-D1-37 system on Wednesday night, and several more have since been found, although nothing like the initial flood. The most intriguing site remains the one we can't get to which is in the permit-locked HIP-22460. It seems likely that the number of Thargoid bases found now exceeds the number of factions who've requested their own megaship. In related news, Mad Professor Palin has started handing out missions at Obsidian Orbital for Thargoid materials such as unknown technology samples, unknown resin and unknown biological matter. These are all illegal substances it sounds like the professor might be planning a little party. The Fizzy Research Station. Following the move last week of the Oracle Space Station to the Pleiades Sector IR-WD1-55, the site of a Thargoid base, Another independent organisation has now announced its intention to establish a research base in the Pleiades. Although it's not yet decided on a system, the Abroin Universal PLC, based at Campbell Horizons in Abroin, has at least decided on the best construction materials for the base. It plans to build its base from semiconductors, lithium, 
and energy grid assemblies. It'll presumably be easy to study the ways of Thargoids if scientists at the base can spin up a few more thousand tonnes of semiconductors on demand, all powered by the energy grid assemblies. But some have questioned the wisdom of building a base out of lithium. Certainly lithium's light, but a base that can be turned into a fizzing puddle of lithium hydroxide by dropping a few tonnes of ice on its roof might not be the best plan for the long term. Buckyballers challenge Noobhammer. The latest challenge from the Buckyball Racing Club invites commanders to face the Hammers of Doom. The armed and dangerous event, which runs from the 22nd to the 30th of July, follows a course between several Coriolis starports fitted with those special 4km long arms that are so good at catching out unwary commanders and pummeling them into a fine pate of ex-commander and ex-ship. All are welcome to enter, but the racing club will take no responsibility for any death or damage caused during the race. Xbox ships shorter ship IDs. Pilots using the Xbox flight control systems continue to report shorter than average ship IDs. Pilots using other systems have been able to fly with six-digit ship IDs ever since the registration system was introduced. However, pilots with the Xbox control system have been unable to apply IDs longer than five characters, leaving their IDs nearly 17% shorter than those of other ships throughout the galaxy. With no end in sight to this manufacturing defect, Xbox commanders are threatening to revolve. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News? We read the news so you don't have to. Crikey, what what a what a excellent quality tune. Yeah, quality tune oh, there. Rocking Dave. out a bit. <laughs> it's excellent. Um yeah, that was uh, well, that, that was your, for for those that don't know what it was, that that was Bread Fan by Budgie. I think I dented the ceiling, sort of like headbanging. Wow, that that's impressive. Um headbang. Um so I mean I think we've we've really not got too much left of tonight's show. Um well, well yeah, we've got no hobo, he's been kidnapped. Um Oh, come back home, all is forgiven. Well, well let, let's let's do this. It's time but he isn't here, so it probably won't be. Yeah, it will. It might not be. Yeah, and of course, anything that looks like Hobart, we don't trust anymore because. Yeah, it could be a corrupt hollow hober. So actually, we've got real to work out a real hober, a litmus test for hobers. That's quite easy, isn't it? Just the real hober's pretty corrupt. Yeah. Do you fancy a beer? Yes, it's hober. Do you fancy a beer? <laughs> no, it's hober. It's quite easy to test for him. I think. Yeah, but the, the hollow hober could be a convincing fake. I mean, we need a void camp test or something, you know. I just check out the tattoos. <laughs> or not. 
<laughs> my eyes, my eyes, it burns, it burns. Point bleach. Remind me. If it has a, a, a night, anyway, uh, well, if it has a nappy on, I, then I, it's I, I heard a vicious rumour that, that we actually, that signal that we were supposed to have earlier wasn't really the real signal, and we actually had a real, real signal um, from somewhere deep within the station that wasn't the one from the bar. Okay. Uh, sorry. That wasn't it. No, no, that that was that was an emanation. All right, well, well I've got I've got the, from the I've got the wire um, ready, so let let's let's see, um, let's see. Okay, right. Uh, I'm off on me holy bobs. Here it is. Here it is. Me free. Here we go. Here we go. Meanwhile, in a small booth in the local bar at Hutton Orbital, two truckers are having a conversation. Here, mate, what the hell's wrong with your face? You filthy trucker. I know I ain't got film star looks. No, no, mate, wait, you get back guy from? Well, I, I, I got in a fight, didn't I? You should have seen the other guy. Gave his fed a right idea for calling her a bitch. Good on you. Someone says that about Flossie, it's only right you sort him out. No, 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 no. He weren't Flossie. He didn't call your mum. You know, he weren't my mum. She's big enough to stand on her own. Oh, right. We did say something about Lael on her ginger eyebrows. <laughs> nah, mate. It was Alvin's mum. But Alvin's mum is a... You filthy trucker! There's trouble at the mill. That's how the fight started. <laughs> I think it's going to be a mess down in the bar when we look later. Yeah, yeah, but we might want to give it a couple of minutes before we head over to the green room. Well, I mean, anybody calls Alvin's mum, well... <clears throat> but don't yeah. say it. Yeah. You've got a proper old trucker sorting out. Well, we're sort of winding down towards the end of the show. It's been a little bit of a sort of, you know, a more mellow one this evening, and um, we're, all a bit, we're all a bit wiped out, aren't we? Oh, it's more to do with a gin than anything, really. Oh, no, I've got an urgent breaking news from Commander Mindwipe, who's managed to scrawl everything he meant to say onto the whiteboard just next to him. Um, so I'm going to have to read it out. Um, <clears throat> Hot Coal is currently in a boom state, and we have a vested interest in Fartori as a non-player faction. I'm trying to interpret this as well. Uh, a vested interest in Fartori, probably because it's got not got a player faction, I don't know. However, we are in Pytheos, keeping us out of another war by increasing influence in that system. Finally, in Fort Mug home system, we are securing recovery after our unneeded war with the LGC, and we're bolstering our status. And passenger missions are the best option at the moment. There you go, smiley face. And next time, don't assume we're going to lose because we kick ass. Oh, okay. And uh, props to Dobbo and Odimon and many of the colonial commanders who helped win the last war that we said we weren't going to win, but we did win. Um, and... Also locking down our competitors nicely so we can recover. Lots of love. Kisses. Mind wipe. Oh, nice one. There you go. Right. So it's, it's probably time before we manage to get my, my co-host back again to uh, drop... Well, no, we can't really drop down to the green room because then we, we lose the broadcast because we've lost it. He's run, he's run off into the distance. So we might have to drag somebody up here. To say, actually, let's try let's, let's grab Mindwipe and make him tell us in his own words. Hang on a second. Hello, oh, Mindwipe. Oh, you didn't move me. I did. I just. You, you are live on the radio. 
Oh, wonderful. Hello, Radio Land. Hello, oh, oh, Max. Why? I'm pretend to be cow gone. <sighs> Why am I here? Yeah, he says that. Um, no, we were just saying, well, I, I read that's out a, your that's notes a big discussion there, and I didn't, earlier. Quite, I didn't quite interpret them properly. Fartori, tell us about Fartori. Is there a player faction there? Well, according to what Splendor was just telling me down in the green room, there is a player faction, but it's not listed as a player faction. So there is actually a player faction there. What we're trying to do is we're trying to establish a... Yes, thank you, Splendor. He's just poked me saying we're hoping for an expansion into tier. Thank you, Splendor. But uh, what we're trying to do is establish ourselves so we're not going to end up into another pointless war in the Colonial Nebula, where we don't get uh, we're, we're very familiar with pointless wars uh, elsewhere yeah. as well. So can we take that system over or not? I mean, are, did they win a system through the usual means of winning systems in Colonia, or is it just a bunch of blokes turned up and going, yeah, yeah, we like these guys, we'll pretend to be them? Well, according to the Fortari actual uh, data scrape, yeah, it's actually showing as a non-player faction, but the Splendor's actually made me aware of it is. So basically, that's probably their home system. What we want to do is just make sure we've got a little presence in there so we can do missions, get influence up and stuff, and just make sure we're, you know, just above the rest so we don't end up in uh, a war state with any of the factions over a pointless war. Right. So just, just for those of us that haven't been out there very much, are there any systems in Colonia that don't contain other Pilots Federation groups. From what Splendor's been telling me, we're hoping to expand into tier, which I'm assuming from... You might want to bring Splendor up here. He knows a little bit more about Colonia than I do. Hang on, let's grab, let's grab the Grand High Pooh bar as well. Then both of you can tell us. Hang on a second. Yeah. I'm the grunter. Right, okay. We, 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 we've snaffled the Grand High Pooh bar in so the two of you can tell us... Right, Colonia, guys. Yes. Um, the, is there, there anywhere we can expand we can take that have over? been added recently, uh, which actually have not only no players in them at the moment, but actually have decent facilities. Tier is the closest one to us, which uh, we're hoping we'll be able to expand into if we can uh, push our influence up and keep it there. It has no players groups in it at the moment. It does, however, have a Coriolis station with proper facilities, and it's got a population of nearly quarter, well, over a quarter of a million people, which for Colonia is massive. Yes. So, right, so um, if, obviously, you know, somebody else might expand, we might expand, you know, because there are other factions about as well. Because nobody from play, the uh, Pilots Federation actually owns that yet, I'm assuming it's fair game on trying to win it. That is correct. Yeah, the, the the unwritten rule in Colonia is basically if it's a player faction, we just make sure you're in a good influence, but we don't actually try and take over a system if it's a player faction run uh, area. Right, but in the other case, if there's two player factions in there that neither of them own it and it's not a home system, it's a race to the top. It's fair game, yeah. It's absolutely fair game. Oh, well, that one's in the bag then. But Unless, of course, it's Mobius and all of his 20 million friends. Yeah, unfortunately, with the pointless wars we've been naturally forced into, you know, because of the pending states and stuff where influence has been in, uh, in towed, we've actually had to deal with that and then build our influence up so we can get back into an expansion state and then we can probably move into tier like Splendor's saying. That's okay. So there, there's stuff to do that, I mean, at the moment, it seems to be fairly well engineered because we're all on each other's um, doorsteps. It's sort of engineered. We're all going to end up fighting with each other or refusing to fight, at which point it's boring. So having something to try and win is, is a nice change for Colonia. It's actually a, it's actually a nice set of gameplay, in fairness, if we want to speak outside of the box for a moment. Because one of the things is, if we want to get our influence up there, is... It gives an opportunity for commanders to actually get themselves a little bit more gameplay with um, 
being wanted. For example, over in uh, a certain couple of systems, which I won't name, because otherwise I'll be hunted like the clappers. Um, I'm a number one most wanted in their systems, and I put them in a lockdown state just to stifle them enough so we can actually do missions and then get our influence back up. It's, it's fun right, gameplay. Okay. No, it, it's, it's fair enough. And uh, what about... Um, uh, player kills and player activity. Obviously, I, I know the the Mobius group have got their own representation over there, and they don't do anything like that. Are, are, we, are we in open? Uh, the no. Hutton Truck is playing in open, or are we, we Hutton Truck and private we're, group? We're playing in the Hutton Truck group mainly, and we've not killed any player commanders as yet. We like Mobius. We don't do that unless it's a certain pirate faction, in which case they're fair game. There are also uh, are they getting? Are they getting? Is anybody doing really badly out of the groups that are out there? I mean, is there anybody who's having their what's it kicked out of them on a regular basis and have Smiley. lost their home system? Smiling Dingo Crew. Oh, there, okay. are, there are also a couple of uh, factions who are currently at zero percent in their home systems due to wars dragging on elsewhere, which, yep. which is why I'm really glad that the uh, truckers out there managed to kick our um, wars into touch very quickly. Yeah, we reckon. So, we um, for it. those that haven't been over there as well, um, Fort Mug. I mean, it is a small planetary base, a couple of radar dishes, and a habitation dome. Mm, two actual habitation domes. Very nice breasted. Oh, dear. So it, it's good for selfies. It's very good for selfies. I would say, is, is it Fort Mug or is it Fort Mug? Well, depends on whether you're northern or not. It's Fort, Fort Mug. Mug. But if Fort you want to actually Mug. use it, if you want to use the, you know, if you want to use the term, it's like, yeah, Fort Mug. It works either way. Okay, and um, I mean, are there any hints on on any plans for us to expand into uninhabited systems in the area? Is there anybody petitioning to try and build stations out in empty systems uh, for their factions as well? Any any CG kind of news coming up or? Not that we know of, not presently. And is the Grand High Poobar submitting any suggestions for <clears throat> CGs to try and build us a nice asteroid base nearby? That'd be nice. There's nothing yet in the pipeline, and we were warned by Frontier at um, LaveCon that they're currently about six months lag between uh, people applying for community goals and actually getting them, mostly at the moment. No, oh, I thought that was in the bubble. I didn't realise it was Colonia as well. It may be the case that this, they're fast-tracking some Colonia. I don't know. I will have to find out. But, I mean, we, we would quite like one of those sort of sexy-looking asteroid bases as well yeah, in, in a ring somewhere nearby Fort Mug maybe have it shaped like a mug well no, mug shaped good. rocks <laughs> could we build some sort of like hippie commune with lots of flowers so the Thargoids think that we're you dirty filthy Hutton trucker <laughs> uh, that's me yeah okay anyway uh, and gentlemen did, did you enjoy our, um, our, our two new broadcasts from the old truckers this evening I did. It was in great. It was absolutely marvellous. And I bet you're glad you're not on cleanup duty over in the bar now that you're over at Colonia. I'm certainly glad I'm not in cubicle three anymore. No, I think there's lots of claret spilt in the bar. Anyway, well, it sounds like my co-host is is back from his mission. I am back. I am back. How, man. how was cubicle three? Um. Oh well, uh, I think these shoes are ruined. But you know, the suede shoes and cubicle three just aren't going to mix, are they? It's Wait yeah. You around the U bend. I'm not quite sure what I was thinking. I was I was next door in cubicle four, and it's sort of seeping underneath spider. Oh, sorry about that. Don't worry, I'll get you back. I tried. I tried to try <laughs> to aim it, but you know, 
being a man. Well, as we've invited sort of lots of green room into here, are we are we going to do the usual sort of pop in the green room, or are we just going to wave at them through the window and swear at them? Um, I think you'd we do. haven't hit our uh, f bomb or c bomb quota for tonight, so I think we should invite them in. Yeah, well, Skippy's in the green room. That, that's why I'm asking the question. Well, <laughs> let's let's start heading our making our way down there then and see see what's going on. That's good. Okay. Well, are we gonna run? Yeah, we're gonna run. And go. Yes. No, I've not made it. No. Oh, Yay! I, I, I did resent that remark. Thank you very much. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly true. That's well, the problem. You're, you're here just to meet our C bomb quota, so you're fine. Really? I'm, I'm not going to throw in any C bombs or F bombs. No, you see, today. see this, this is our PC gone wild. You know, we, we've. It's just you know, because he's the biggest C bomb that we know. Reverse discrimination against C bombs. Don't yep. come spelt with a K, not a C. Exactly. But, uh, no, I, I, I'm being nice and polite tonight. No more Skippy Smash. Uh, no, that was the other day. Is he allowed to swear like this? Is, is, he, is he allowed to lie like that on radio? I He's never lie. what the hell he wants to. Yeah, I suppose that's true. From the, guy the only person in this green room that regularly tells fibs is Intarius. <laughs> oh, I definitely do. That's no lie. <laughs> That'd no, that's worse. just that hurts my head now. Could be worse. You could be called the baldy one regularly by a certain cow. <laughs> Prove me wrong. I'm struggling to figure an excuse. <laughs> well, you got to remember when when um when we send when Alvin sends the patches and the mugs out to everybody, we actually know where you live now. Oh, dude, that's oh. scary. <laughs> no, see, we we don't. It's only Evenstar who knows where you live, and we're not allowed to see the spreadsheet. But I am easily bribed. Anyway, we've got got plenty of people down the green room. For those that are listening, uh, we can see over in one corner there, beavering away on his laptop, is Interius Fusion. Uh, We've got Galactic Midden and his friends Ken and Glenn uh, sat either side of him. Evening. You've heard the dulcet tones of the ever so polite Mr. Skiprat. Uh, we've got, obviously, uh, Fletch and Flossie, who've been up in the broadcast room. We've had Mind and My Open Splendor from the Hot Cold team. We have Commander Bam. Good evening, Commander Bam. How are you? Evening. <laughs> He's very mellow, is Commander Bam. That's very enthusiastic. Uh, and we have a Commander Rebel Roshak. Roshak or Roshak? Roshak. Roshak. Well, you can't spell it like that, Sorry. lad. Jeez. It's how it's spelled in MechQuarrier. Uh, you need funny accents on stuff to spell it like that. <laughs> and and Dougal, how, how's um, Hello. how's Zebedee? I'm on top of the world. Boing. I've spent months saving and scraping and scraping and saving, and I have a Corvette. Ooh, Ooh. shiny! Good work. I, know. I, I don't have one of those because they weren't they weren't giving me permission to take one out. It's taken ages and a lot of work, but I'm here. And and is it is it rigged for combat and you coming to war this weekend? Yes, it's rigged for combat. It is dangerous. I love and it. And I can see Commander Fruity here. Commander Fruity's an excellent wingman. He definitely will not crash into you at any point <laughs> or fly in front of your guns either. <laughs> and never, never, never. Good evening, everybody. That never happens. <laughs> Hello, Fruity. And and Graham Graham MK. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> yeah, are you are you coming to war? Are you sharpening your vulture? Uh uh, I've got the Anaconda out, so I was doing bounties. I'll 
Day. Oh, so you're going to face roll the, uh, the, the the war zones? Yeah, just ramming speed all the way. Yeah, we need to get a bit more of the multi-crew going as well. So maybe Mind Wipe and Splendor and the guys out at Colonia might want to hop into a few of our ships over the weekend and uh, join in some multi-crew war. I'm no, I'm up for a bit of fighter pilot. Yeah, I've got a space in my ship on Saturday night if anyone's around. I'll have oh, space sounds, too. Sounds like a date to me. I might turn up in my dirty asp. Yeah, we've heard enough about your dirty asp. And we've got Kato Z. Good evening, Kato Z. Good evening. And Lenin, as usual, parked Hello. in the green room. And, of course, the fantastic puns of Mr. Odimon. Go on. Don't. Don't encourage him. Give Seriously. us your worst one. No, he's, 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 he's doing a hober. He's, he's gone for... Um, I think he went for a crap. <laughs> he's, drunk, he's drunk so much gin, he can't remember what to push to talk and he's on his mic. <laughs> Parody, anyway, well, thank you miracle. very much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us in the green room and, and helping uh, Mindwipe with the pens on that whiteboard. Can thank I, you very much. Can I please just give a shout-out to my mate Griff for letting me steal his spare bedroom and his internet connection tonight because uh, B2 absolutely shit and my broadband went down five minutes before broadcast. Well, you did a grand job. Um, and by the way, have you actually flown your Sidewinder yet at all? Oh, yes, um... My PlayStation is actually sitting with my landlady next door who signed for it at 11 o'clock this morning, but she wasn't in when I got home. So I will be live in the game hopefully tomorrow night, and I've got the kids all next week for the first week of school summer holidays. So I'm, I'm basically going to chuck them out into a new forest with a GPS tracker, and I'm going to be playing Elite all week. Right, so we need to find you some PlayStation 4 commanders to come and load you up with mugs at Hutton. Yep, there's a few, don't worry. I've got, I've got to get out of uh, Lave first without actually um, shooting the station. The oh, no, you don't start in Lave. <laughs> you start somewhere else entirely. You start in the most villainous hide of scum and, well, everything Villainy. known to man. Isn't it um, LFT344? What, what is it? I think what you mean is I'm going to start in Solo. <laughs> yeah, you're going to start you start in solo, <laughs> then you dodge all the pirates until you're somewhere safe like Hutton, and then you can start um, you Yeah, know, don't, don't forget, first thing to do is to apply to join the Hutton Truckers group on it, and then you've at least got a group that you can fly around in, knowing when you meet another contact, you can say, for the mug! And they'll say, for the mug, back! Yeah, oh, actually, and, and is, it, is it Bob, who's our, uh, our, our one of our lead guys over on, um, on PlayStation 4? Yeah, I've got all the names written down. I will tag them as soon as I get a PlayStation set up. And I'm going to be a newbie again, and it's going to be great because it's like something like 34 years since I last flew a Sidewinder. So I'll get there. And, and you're using your, your good old-fashioned um, PlayStation controller, wiggling your thumbs until you crash into the docking slot. Oh, luckily, last Tuesday was Amazon Prime Day, so I got a sort of like slight... ...back to arrive. Germany or wherever it was. Well, whatever it was, your, your mic cut out, so you've got a, something arriving. I'm picturing flights is... going around in a, instead of a side runner, I'm actually picturing around going in from the early stations on that skateboard he took home at Lavecon. Yeah, the Lime Green Skateboard, that's a good name for my first ship. <laughs> well, you might have to spend a couple of pennies on a nameplate for it, of course, first. But anyway, well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And um, so back, back to my... My co-host, um, should we should we run back up the live studio for our, our final tune of the evening? I think we should. I think we should. Let's sneak back up. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. There we go. We've snuck back up. 
Oh, well. I'm back, I'm back. Oh, thank God we've escaped from there. It smells bad. <laughs> Let's just skip right. He's trying, he's trying to hold all his evil in, and unfortunately it's kind of seeping out of his dirty crack. Sometimes he bubbles over with evil, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He just can't hold in the mischief any longer. Right. Uh, oh, final tune. Oh, what's this going to be? I don't know if you could possibly guess. Hmm... Nope. It, 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 well, it, it's a bit like Canon Interstellar. It, it, it's a, well, I say a bit of a mystery, but <clears throat> we're all mystified. Yeah. And you know what? This is something that you can't have in small amounts. You most definitely have to have this in excess. Badoomts. Uh-